0: Section fifty seven of Nye and Riley's Wit and Humor. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Nye and Riley's Wit and Humor. Seeking to set the public right. I would like to make an explanation at this time which concerns me, of course, more than any one else, and yet it ought to be made in the interest of general justice also. I refer to a recent article published in a western paper, and handsomely illustrated in which, among others, I find the foregoing picture of my residence. The description which accompanies the cut, among other things, goes on to state as follows. The structure is elaborate, massive, and beautiful. It consists of three stories, basement and attic, and covers a large area on the ground it contains an elevator electric bells steam heating arrangements baths hot and cold in every room electric lights laundry fire escapes etc the grounds consist of at least five acres overlooking the river for several miles up and down with fine boating and a private fish pond of two acres in extent containing every known variety of game fish The grounds are finely laid out in handsome drives and walks, and when finished the establishment will be one of the most complete and beautiful in the Northwest. No one realizes more fully than I the great power of the press for good or evil. Rightly used, the newspaper can make or unmake men, and wrongly used, it can be even more sinister. I might say, knowing this as I do, I want to be placed right before the people. The above is not a correct illustration or description of my house, for several reasons. In the first place it is larger and more robust in appearance, and in the second place it is not the same tout ensemble as my residence. My house is less obtrusive and less arrogant in its demeanor than the foregoing, and has no elevator in it. My house is not the kind that seems to crave an elevator. An elevator in my house would lose money there is no popular clamour for one and if i were to put one in i would have to abolish the dining-room it would also interfere with the parlour i have learned recently that the correspondent who came here to write up this matter visited the town while i was in the south and as he could not find me he was at the mercy of strangers a young man who lives here and who is just in the heyday of life gleefully consented to show the correspondent my new residence not yet completed so they went over and examined the new oliver wendell holmes hospital which will be completed in june and which is of course a handsome structure but quite different from my house in many particulars for instance my residence is of a different school of architecture being rather on the scandinavian order while the foregoing has a tendency toward the ironic the hospital belongs to a very recent school as i may say while my residence in its architectural methods and conception goes back to the time of the mound-builders, a time when a gothic hole in the ground was considered the magnum bonum, and the scrumptious thing in art. If the reader will go around behind the above building and notice it carefully on the east side, he will not discover a dried coonskin nailed to the rear breadths of the woodshed. That alone ought to convince an observing man that the house is not mine. The coonskin skin regardant will always be found emblazoned on my arms, together with a blue goddess of liberty and my name in green India ink. Above I give a rough sketch of my house. Of course I have idealized it somewhat, but only in order to catch the eye of the keenly observant reader. The front part of the house runs back to the time of Polypus I, while the L, which does not show on the drawing, runs back as far as the cistern. In closing, let me say that I am not finding fault with anyone because the above error has crept into the public prints, for it is really a pardonable error, after all. Neither do I wish to be considered as striving to eliminate my name from the columns of the press, for no one could be more tickled than I am over a friendly notice of my arrival in town, or a timely reference to my courteous bearing and youthful appearance. But I want to see the Oliver Wendell Holmes Hospital succeed. And so I come out in this way over my own signature and admit that the building does not belong to me and that so far as I am concerned the man who files a lien on it will simply fritter away his time. End of section fifty seven. Recording by Philip Gould.